0: Peace of our Lord be with you. And also with you. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. I cannot speak for you, but as for me. I pray some version of that prayer from Psalm 19 more than once a day almost every day. Almost every morning before the day begins I pray to live Throughout that day, a life of careful speech. Then, from time to time, here and there and now and then throughout the day, especially before meetings and conversations, I pray to have good thoughts and good words. I'll say that prayer 40 times a week. Just good thoughts, good words. Good thoughts, good words. Sort of a drive-through version of the last verse of today's psalm. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts Be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. But, while I cannot speak for you, as for me, all that praying notwithstanding, I honestly don't think I have ever made it all the way through a single full day, thinking, thoughts, and saying words, all of which meet that standard and pass that test, which this morning's psalm has placed in our path. May the words of my mouth And the thoughts in my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Words that would be acceptable to God would be words that are true and clear while also being gentle and kind words that do not run from confrontation but rather strive to be as straight as possible while also being as thoughtful as possible. Words that will not exaggerate anything not even in order to close a deal Gain an advantage, make a point, or win an argument. Not unlike that day in the 1840s when Abraham Lincoln showed up at a courthouse with his client to represent his client in court, and the other party appeared at the courthouse also at the appointed time, but the other party's attorney was unable to come because of a snowstorm. So the judge is reported to have looked out at the three of them, Abraham Lincoln and his client and the other party with no representation, And the judge said to Abraham Lincoln, Mr. Lincoln, it appears that you will have to represent both parties today. And Abraham Lincoln did. And the other side won. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. That should be standard procedure for every one of us in every arena of life. Speech that uncluttered, straight and clear. Those would be the kinds of words that would pass the test and meet the standard of the psalmist prayers. May the words of our mouths and the thoughts of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Thoughts and words which are unfailingly sensitive to and respectful of those who are in any minority which is likely to be ostracized, stigmatized, marginalized, bullied, or teased because they are different from the comfortable majority. The kind of thoughtful, mindful speech which happens to be the particular responsibility and special obligation of those of us who, like myself, were born on the comfortable and easy side of every human difference you can name. Speech which is biblically correct. Gospel correct. Loving your neighbor, walking in the Holy Spirit, living up to your baptism. Correct. That is the kind of mindful, thoughtful, prayerful, careful speech to which we are called as children of the Most High God and followers of Jesus. But it isn't easy. For us to unlearn and set aside all the strategies and tactics by which we have learned to make our way through this life. All the shading and spinning, the exaggeration and sarcasm, the passive-aggressive, Talking about people in their absence in ways we would never talk about them in their presence. Those are the skills we have developed by which we have made it thus far. And to unlearn those skills is no easy task. In her best selling memoir, Eat. Pray, love. Elizabeth Gilbert wrote about going on a spiritual journey to an isolated island called Meno. Weary of years of trying and failing to become a more deeply spiritual person, Gilbert began her 20-day retreat with the following vow. I am going to close my mouth and I am not going to open it again until something inside me has changed. Which is exactly the sort of thing many of us need to do and none of us can do. Who of us can walk away from everything for 20 days or 20 minutes, close our mouth and not open it until something inside us has really changed. No, you and I have to try to change while going to work and school each day and while surrounded by people who expect us always to be exactly as we always have been. We don't get to escape to a spiritual retreat for change. Rather, you and I have to try to change. I mean really change. While going to the same break room or board room. Classroom or locker room, Facebook and Twitter, where everyone expects us to be who we always have been. While we are trying to change, praying with the psalmist, may the words of my mouth and the thoughts in my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord my strength and my Redeemer. And the first time you decide to opt out of the same kind of talking you have always joined in to, someone will want to know What's the matter? What's wrong? You can say, Oh, not much. Just finally decided to live up to my baptism. That's all. Oh, Amen.